Hi everybody and welcome. This podcast is all about people telling real life stories of how God has spoken. Our goal is to help people experience the many creative ways God speaks. Hi, I'm Haley Elizabeth. And I'm Brooke Nicole. And, and this, this is Hearing God's Voice. Just a quick disclaimer before this episode starts. Um, this is our first episode and we're, we're still trying to figure out um, all the audio and how everything works. So this episode is a little bit quieter because we hadn't, hadn't got our whole microphone situation figured out yet. Um, but we thought that it was very good and that it was really, really spirit-led and it was something that we wanted to share and we didn't want to... We didn't want to do it again, so I'm sorry, you're gonna have to turn up your speakers a little bit um, and just lean in a little closer to hear what we have to say. Enjoy. So Brooke, we're using our real names. Yes, we are. Is there any specific reason why you are? Um, Yeah, so I, this is our first podcast and I figured um, our listeners or whoever would listen would wanna know who we are um, and what what we're all about, um, and so while I was praying about it, my name just kept, kept coming to my mind over and over, and it's a way that God has spoken to me a lot um, in the last in the last couple months is just the significance of my name, and so I want to show that significance in this podcast that's dedicated to Him and hearing His voice. So, was your name significant before then, or was it like I mean, obviously your name's significant, like I'm not right, right, it, but like, did your parents? name you this for a certain reason or like how did this come about right so my name's Haley Elizabeth I don't know if you guys caught that um (laughs) but so my first name it was just a name that my mom my mom liked nothing nothing exciting about that um and Elizabeth is actually it always had a little bit of significance um it's someone I'm named after someone my middle name and it's it's spelled like Elizabeth it's not this is a good time to mention that we are in Mexico, if you guys can hear that pan man outside. Um, Bread man, for those who don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Not an actual pan He's man. like an ice cream man who comes around with sweet bread instead of ice cream. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he just came by. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Anyways, um, but my name, I was named after someone, and it's my mom didn't grow up a Christian, and it's the woman who brought my mom to Christ. Oh. Um, so I, my middle name is a tribute to her, and it's spelled just like Elizabeth. Um, which is kind of frustrating because then I tell people, oh, it's not Elizabeth, it's Elizabeth. And then people have trouble pronouncing it. And it's a whole thing. Me. Hey, Brooke, how do, you say, how do you say my middle name? So we spent like, what, 10 minutes trying to figure out how to say your name? And it's Elizabeth. Uh, oh, wow, that was so good. The Lord is here. <laughs> but yeah, so my name always had a little bit of significance, but not, not as much as I've, I've seen lately. Okay, okay. I'm Brooke Nicole, if you guys didn't catch that on. I'm using my middle name just because we, like she said, we're in Mexico. And it's really hard to say Brooke, so I'm either called Brock or Broke, which (laughs) Broke is right. But but Nicole is so much easier for them to pronounce, so that's why I'm using Brooke Nicole. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit... Um, this isn't part of it, but I want to talk a little bit about why we're in Mexico and what we're doing, just so mm-hmm. you guys have a little bit of context. Um, so we are here as in Youth with a Mission, um, YWAM, and we are both in full-time, mission, full-time, full-time missions, um, serving the Lord full-time. 
Um, and that involves being teachers at schools. It involves being discipling people, and there's a bunch of different things. But we've both have been called um, to Mexico as missionaries for this time in our lives. So we are reporting to you live from the Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> That's you didn't. We didn't need that. <laughs> Brooke, do you have any questions? <laughs> Haley Elizabeth, everybody. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I, I have questions. So how has God been speaking to you about your name? Okay, so I'm going to jump right in. Um, can we start with my first name? Is that okay? Yeah. They both because, have, like... Yeah. We're just, just going to be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> um, but no, my first name, it's an English name. My name's Haley. We already mentioned that. Never mind. How's it spelled? It's H-A-I-L-E-Y, which okay. also is a name that's super common, but there's like 20 million ways to spell that's it. That's why I asked. So, yes, I got. I have the I, I have the E, all of the letters you could put in there except for Y. Nope, it's got a Y. You can put all <laughs> the letters in there and you can, that's me. Um, but my name is, not means, but it. It derives from. It derives from, thank you. You're welcome. It derives from, um, and it's English. And it means, literally, I looked this up the other day, it means residing in a nook, recess, or remote valley. Um, and I don't know, you guys don't know me yet, but you can ask any of my friends um, who've known me for any significant amount of time, and they can tell you that I am someone who loves to be around people, I love to talk, great, <laughs> <laughs> great, for if I want to be a podcast host, um, and that I, I like to be busy, I love the busy things of life, I love doing things. I love being active. I love new experiences. I love to make new friends. I have all these things and I, I like to line stuff one up after the other. And something that when God, God grabbed a hold of me really truly about a year and a half ago. And when he grabbed a hold of me, he started to teach me like what it meant to be intimate with him and what that, what intimacy even was and what I had to do to achieve that. Um, and in that intimacy is when you hear his voice. So I loved to fill my life with noise and I still do I still think it's fun but I also recognize or I've started to recognize the importance of being silent and being quiet and like shutting out all the noise so that I can focus on God and what what his plan for me is what hearing his voice sounds like what he has to say Um, and so that's I started that journey and then I looked at my name and I was like no way this is something that God's been speaking to me like this is something that God's spoken over my life since I was born is that I need to build that intimate place with him. I need to find that remote valley. And that means a lot of different things. It means I could be alone in my bed. It means I have I go on a walk alone. Um, it could literally mean I find a little corner in our house that is full of, full of girls um, to be alone with him. Uh, but yeah. So before, uh, you said about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Before then, how did you hear his voice? Or was he really that present in your life to be able to hear him clearly or to even take time for him? So the thing is that I grew up a Christian. I grew up in a Christian household. I went to a Christian college. Um, So I was always kind of aware of God and what, that he had the ability to speak. But like I said, I filled my life with so much, so many things that I knew God spoke, and he did speak to me, but it was so rare. Um, It was like every couple months I was like, I really feel like God's telling me this because I had so many other things I was focused on, and I wasn't really truly living my life for him. 
um, that sometimes it's like, okay, fine, I'll read the Bible. Okay, fine, I'll pray this one time. Um, in those moments, I didn't always hear God like I do, like I feel like I do now. Um, because I hadn't fully like cut it out, cut out the noise and focused on him. Um, so it looked a lot different. It was just like the huge things that I feel like, like God had to shout to be heard. Mm. Like over all the things that were happening, he was like, hey, Lee. And like, I only sometimes heard it. And I, that's on me. It doesn't mean that God wasn't speaking. It yeah. means that I wasn't open to it. You weren't listening. Exactly. I wasn't yeah. listening to it. So the people who aren't missionaries. Right. Because we get to take time out. We get to do that. You know, like we kind of, we're, we're on a schedule, but at the same time we're not. How do you think taking time out for someone who is living a busy life, who is full of noise, how do you think you can help that? Like how can you give them a voice? Like what's your advice to them? Um, honestly, you make things time for you make time for things that are important to you. That's a quote that I know I've heard a lot, um, whether it be relationships or anything. And even here, like, I'm be honest, this is all about being vulnerable and stuff, but last night, I was supposed to stay up and spend time with God, but I was too tired and I went to bed instead. And so I didn't have any quiet time with God yesterday. And so even, like, saying that, okay, we're here and, like, obviously my life's focused on God, like, yes, but we're also working all the time, and it can be so easy to even hear, be like, okay, well, I live my life for God, so I don't need to spend time with him. Yeah. So that's one part of it is that you make time. So if I'm going to get wake up at 7 a.m. and come to work, that's not true. I don't get up that early. If I'm going to get up at 8 a.m. <laughs> and be at work, be at work or be, on the, be at the base at 9, then I need to make time for it at night. And so even if that means that I get home at 9 p.m. and I'm exhausted, it means that I have to go upstairs in um, a little balcony that we have that I love to spend time in um, when I'm looking for God because it's quiet up there. And that means that I have to go up there whether or not I want to fall asleep. And I have to decide to do that. So that even if you're at home and if you have a busy job, you're doing something, you have to decide what's important. You have to decide if hearing God's voice is important to you. Like if you're a Christian and you want and you're desiring that, then do your actions look like what your words are saying? Um, if I say, like, yes, I want I want to hear God's voice. I want to do all that. But I fill all my time and leave no, no room for him to speak, then do I really desire that? Mm. Yeah. And I think that's that's a lesson that I've had to learn over time and time again. Because I can be like, oh, so good. I'm doing great. Me and God are having time every day. To, like, crap, I haven't talked to God, like, had meaningful time with him in a week and like how did that happen it's just because I decided what was important to me now do you feel like you can spend for you personally this mm -hmm. doesn't have to but like do you feel like you can spend time with the Lord like even if on days that you are tired like go in the shower I know this is really weird but like just have time with him there like talk to him there or like if you're doing laundry talk to him during that time you know like or laying in bed right before bed, like, do you feel like you can do that? Or do you have to, like, completely seclude yourself and just be like, yo, this is us one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. Um, I think there's some people who can. And unfortunately, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> um, I'm horrible at multitasking um, in my thoughts. So, like, 
even if I'm like doodling during class or like doodling while someone's talking, my thoughts are usually more on the doodle than on the thing that someone's saying. Just because like when I have a task in front of me, I used to I tend to focus on that whether or not like doing laundry. I like I have no thoughts or my thoughts are on the laundry I'm doing. <laughs> so unfortunately for me, I have to take that time. I before bed works for me because mm-hmm. um, I'm not doing anything else. If I'm just laying there, I can sit there and pray because I'm just laying there. Um, so that one that's one of the examples you gave. But other than that, it's something that I have to be like, okay, I'm gonna take time for God. I'm gonna leave my phone downstairs, and I'm going to like, okay, God, you and me, yes, let's go. Because um, otherwise, it just I can have all the best intentions, but I, my head just doesn't go there. It doesn't work for me. So how do you keep fighting when he doesn't speak? Uh, that's difficult. Um, because we like to think, like, okay, God, I asked this question. Mm-hmm. Now what's the answer? Okay, but God, it was like two days ago. I'm going to need an answer, like, right now. And guess what? <laughs> we don't control God. <laughs> um, which is really frustrating um, <laughs> to notice. Because I want God to work on my time. Um, So I honestly, I get frustrated a lot. Um, There's like a cookie cutter answer that I could give you that is like the right answer. But that's not true for me. Um, Like, oh, you just keep going. You keep searching out God. You just search what, no matter what. Um, But it's hard when you feel like God's not speaking. Um, It's frustrating. And it almost like, not almost like, it does. It makes me want to stop and not do it. So sometimes, even when I'm in my quiet time with him, and I'm in that personal devotional time with him, and I feel like I'm not being spoken to, I get frustrated. And I'm more often than not, I'm going to be honest, is I leave. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, God's not speaking. There's no point in me being here. Um, but I've kind of been getting to a point in my life where God, um, God's teaching me that just because he doesn't speak to me in, like, a prophecy or a vision or something like that doesn't mean he's not speaking. Um... And he's kind of like when I feel like he's not speaking, okay, that means it's time to get my Bible out because I have this whole book that is full of his words. Um, And not to say that I don't read my Bible on a regular basis, but it's like, okay, God, like, why aren't you speaking? And then it's like, no, he has spoken. He's spoken all of these words already, and I just don't know my Bible well enough to uh, have that, like, already in my heart. So... What's what's that significance God's shown you during this time with Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, I we've it's obvious like my name had a meaning before mm-hmm. everything. Like, it's the woman um, who brought my mom to Christ, who introduced my mom to Christ for realsies, and um, she actually died of cancer before I was born. Oh. I didn't mention that part. So I am like my name's a tribute to her, um, which is special to me. And it's really special to my mom because, like, if if she hadn't if she hadn't done what she did, then I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing, and I'm crying now. <laughs> um, which is, I think that's something that just hit me just now, is that if Elizabeth hadn't reached out to my mom, I wouldn't be here changing lives. I wouldn't be here like hearing God's voice and being able to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really special. That's Aww. super special. I'm so... That's... Aww. I didn't mean to cry. I'm sorry. Everybody. Woo! Everybody who first, can see. <laughs> first podcast. Woo! Here we go. The Lord... Oh. The, the Lord is here. Um, But yeah, so it's obviously always had significance. And she... 
my mom tells me um, she always had a heart for missions, and she didn't get to see that fulfilled because mm. she passed away. Um, and so I've always had a heart for volunteering for missions, even before, like even when I was in a time where I wasn't truly serving God, I always loved to volunteer. And one time I went to Nicaragua with my church, and we built a well, and my mom came back, or right before I left, she was like, almost in tears, like, it's so cool that you are, do, like, completing this goal, this thing that Elizabeth had, and you're using her name, like, it's, you're truly a legacy, I was like, oh. and I'm crying again, <laughs> but, um, I was like, wow, that's so true, and in Nicaragua, Nicaraguans have a really hard time with my name, Kaylee, um, just for the accent they have, so I used Elizabeth while I was there, and so coming back, and being like, wow, like, look at the name that I brought, and I think that's really, really special. Um, and then recently when I was in the whole, like, looking up my name thing, um, I was like, okay, I need to look up Elisabeth. Like, what does that mean? And it has a couple of different meanings. Um, and it's originally from Hebrew. You know, guys know Elizabeth in the Bible. It's spelled like Elizabeth. I know. It's the same thing. Um, but Elizabeth in the Bible, it's from Hebrew. And it's the Hebrew word Shava. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry, everybody who speaks Hebrew. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, it says, it means either God is my oath or my God is plentiful and abundant. Mm. Which basically is like, for me, it's like the same thing. Um, like, oath can also be translated to promise. Like, God is my promise. And so that's something that I've really had to work on is knowing that God is enough and knowing that God is going to fill me up where I don't feel like I'm going to be filled up. Um, or that God is more important than my relationships. Mm -hmm. God is more important than friendships or what other people are thinking about me at any particular time. Like, God is more important. God is my promise. God is the one who's going to fill me. God is the one who's abundant. And really, like, leaning into that. Because there's so many times I'm like, okay, yes, I know I need to listen to God over humans. I know I need to listen to God over these people. But there's a lot there's a lot that happens between like knowing something and living it out so like there's been a long time when I'm like no I know that like okay these people are saying this but I know that God's telling me this so I need to live by like God's enough God's enough but it's hard mm -hmm. it's hard not to care what people think and especially me I'm not I depend I well no I feel like I depend a lot on other people on other people to fill me up not necessarily even their approval or anything like that, but just, like, friendships or experiences they can bring me. And so g having to be, like, okay, even if I'm alone and doing nothing, God, are you enough? Mm -hmm. Like, are you enough to fill those spaces that I feel like other people need to? It's because people are tangible. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. People will give you the response right away. They'll answer you right away. Right. But God doesn't always. Like, I remember when I was little, I listened to the song Oceans. Okay, good song. I know. We all know that song, it, right? It, when it came out, like, now I'm like, mm, okay, you know? <laughs> A little overplayed. It, yes. But during that time, I prayed to God. I was like, I want to be a missionary. And this is something he revealed to Careful. me. That I, I Careful know. with your words. I know. And I look back now, and, like, even through whatever I went through, I was like, oh, you do answer. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> you were serious. <laughs> I was like, that's what you had planned for my life. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, even though he didn't answer right then, right. obviously I was 14, he's not going to respond to, like, Skip's whole copia missionary. <laughs> right, exactly. But, I mean, he was answering it. And so... But how, you didn't get to see that. No, I didn't get to see... And then he didn't also reveal it to me until, like, one day during my quiet time when I was praying to him, like, just tell me something. And mm. he was like, hey, remember that one time? I was like, mm. I feel like that's such a powerful thing to say also. Just tell me something. Just whatever you want. Like, not asking God for anything. Mm. Not, like, God, what about this or anything? But just, like, tell me something. I mean, it's... it's I, Psalms, reading psalms it really shows me that now i didn't read psalms then i mean i read psalms then but like now i've read it and like i'm reading through the bible because i think that's important and it's really teaches you to praise him in the highs and in the lows Mm. like you see david and all the other um prophets Mm -hmm. um talking about like lord like i have nothing but thank you Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, that's hard. That's hard. Because thanking God for hard times, that's mind-blowing. Like, if you really think about that, like, what if I just, what? If, well, okay, I'll speak from my personal experience. Like, what if I'm just really lonely? Like, I just talked about how people are mm-hmm. important. To, well, to me. And sometimes I just get, like, really lonely. And so, like, I, that's one of the things I don't think I've actually thought about is, like, okay, God, thank you. Thank you for this time that I get to spend with you. Yeah. Thank you for this time that's not being filled with other people. Because you are enough. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Wisdom from the Bible. <laughs> but no, I was I was going to tie that back to, like, spending time in his presence. And, like, mm-hmm. just thanking him for maybe that person that didn't like you. You know? Right. Like, thank you for not letting me be able to like reach out to tangible people you know thank you for like just being able to walk in my life like Mm. thank you for just like letting people like let me be alone you know yeah and I think that's important like I I just felt like I needed to share that with you no that's so good if you don't keep this in but (laughs) no that's so good because that all ties back into God is my promise yeah God is the one that's or God is sufficient God's enough and so, like, knowing that, okay, those people I couldn't, like, reach, like, metaphorically real, I don't know, <laughs> reach my hand out and touch them, those people that I couldn't, like, be with, like, no, God, you were there. And you were, you had a promise on my life in that moment. You were teaching me something in that moment. Yeah. And it's still a process that I'm totally going through. Like, this is, but this is something that I've just totally noticed. These, it's something I think I, I noticed, like, a couple months ago. And something that I've really been trying to live out, like, remembering even specifically saying like okay god you are my promise that's something Mm -hmm. that i say to myself a lot because if sometimes i get disappointed by people i'm like no god you are my promise you are who the person i want to please and you're the person who's important to me that's beautiful i'm proud of you Haley. thank you it's hard it's really hard to not look towards people yeah oh yeah you know and i don't think i'm ever gonna be like okay, guys, screw everybody else. Me and God, we cool. Like, I, I don't think that's what God's calling me to. And I, one. And two, I don't think it's ever, like, a, a process that's finished. Mm. Like, I you think it's something that... You would be finished. You're right. We're not finished until we're... So, like, it's something that I'm going to continue to grow in. Yeah. And I'm a lot, doing a lot better now than I was 
three years ago, a lot better. <laughs> so that's really fun to be able to look back on that. So how can you encourage people who are like that, like to just be there and be in the presence, even if he's not responding, mm-hmm. even if he's not... Um, or if he is responding, but there's still so many other people yeah, to grab onto, you know? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it depends on every person and what it looks like for them. Because mm-hmm. um, different people fill their time with different things, and different people are distracted by different things. So I think it looks a lot like asking God what you need to cut out in order to make room for him. Because... Yeah. So if I really love Instagram, I also had to do this. I didn't mention. Um, I, me personally, I had to delete my Instagram. I deleted Snapchat. Um, and I don't use my Facebook. I had to make another Facebook account so I could run my f- missions Facebook page um, without being on my, my Facebook page and seeing anything else, anything that's happening. And I had to do that because it was absorbing time mm-hmm. that I needed to be spending with God. Or even other people and building relationships, like real relationships. And so for me, it looked like deleting that. And it wasn't easy, and it's a process I've been through. And I downloaded it a couple more times, and I was like, no, I can't. And I've been through this, I went through this back and forth for a while um, until I was like, okay, God, like, I'm willing to give it up for you because you are my promise um, and you are, you're what's important. And so maybe that's what it looks like for you. Maybe you have to delete an app off your phone. Maybe you have to, I don't know, draw more or <laughs> cut some cut a, cut a relationship yeah. out or cut cut the gym out. Um, or grow a relationship. Or grow a relationship exactly. Um, so I think it just really depends on people because everyone's so different. Yeah. And their issues are so not issues, but their <laughs> their struggles are so different that I think it's really a time where you have to depend on God and like, okay, God, what are you saying about this? How can you help someone depend on God more? I know it's always going to be a battle. <laughs> Moving to Mexico by myself it was a really good one. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, that's, you ain't wrong on that. Um, depend on God more. I think, I don't, I think that's a hard question for me to answer because for me, it looked like packing up my whole life and moving to Mexico. You're not wrong. But that doesn't mean that other people have to do that. Yeah. Like the, but I don't think I've had an experience, like, when me and God really had, like, when I started, like, full out, like, I'm living for God and only God, um, was when I moved to Mexico. So I don't think I really have a context of, like, being back home and truly depending on God. So I don't think mm-hmm. I can, I can, don't think I can properly answer that question. Okay, so actually, the more I'm thinking about it, um, I think moving to Mexico was my version of being uncomfortable and I think that's actually the answer that that we're looking for is that you to depend more on God you have to be uncomfortable because if you stay in your own comfort zone and where you are okay and where everything everything goes the way that you want it to then you're never going to have a need to depend on God so if you are willing to step out of that comfort zone if you're willing to do something that makes you exactly that it makes you uncomfortable then that's where you're going to find dependence on God. And the more uncomfortable you make yourself, the more you're going to be stretched, the more you're going to be learning, the more you're going to grow in your relationship with God. And I have seen that a hundredfold here in Mexico because I have to step out of my... Every time I think I'm like, okay, cool, I think I, I know what I'm doing here. And then I get something else happens or I get stretched again. 
and which is awesome. Like I'm, that's definitely not a complaint. That's like a praise. I love, I love that that happens because I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly willing to be taken out of my comfort zone. I think that's, that's something that that we should be asking or looking for is like where can I be uncomfortable so that I can depend on God more. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. Um, so do you have anything else you want to share? Um, no, I think we covered it all. Thank you so much for asking such good questions um, that allowed me to share my story. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Um, we would just like to mention one quick thing. We are two imperfect women who are just chasing after God's heart and his desire for our lives. And if you guys want to follow what we're doing on Facebook, um, you can find us on there. My page's name is Haley Elizabeth Missions. That's H-A-I-L-E-Y, Haley. And then Elizabeth is E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H. That's Haley Elizabeth Missions. And mine is The Call to Missions.